take off, I'll take you on, headstrong, I'll take on anyone. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. With special guest, Tim Davis. This is the podcast where all three of us went and saw a movie at our local Regal Cinema Theater. And now we're going to talk about it in the parking structure next to the theater in Matt's Honda Pilot. We're going to talk about such things as should you see this movie? Should you not see this movie? Should you wait for streaming? Do you absolutely have to see it in theaters? Should you snack during it or do you need to pay it? super attention can you bring your kids should you bring a date should you go alone i don't know we're going to try to talk about this stuff i'm todd dover and i'm matt malloy and yes we saw a movie this movie is called the equalizer three and uh it has some people in it that you might know tim tell us about that well, this being the third of a trilogy, uh, Denzel Washington is back as our title character, the Equalizer himself. Uh, the only other names in this that people would recognize is Dakota Fanning, who uh, has uh, starred with Denzel many, many years ago in a different movie, uh, Man on Fire, which is also an excellent movie, in the vein of the Equalizer in a bit. Uh, and um, also, uh, in a smaller role, uh, David Denman is in it. People may not know the name, but he's mostly known as Roy from The Office, is one of her fellow agency members. And that is about it. That is about it. For a cast list, that is recognizable. Yes. More recently, we remember him as one of the dads from Joyride. Correct. <laughs> he did show up in that, that was true. Yes. So, uh, thank you, Tim. You're what right. is this movie about? Well, this is the third Equalizer movie where we follow Robert McCall trying to make things right for someone somewhere who deserves it in his mind and he does that mainly by killing people this movie is no exception um he does kill some people in fact the beginning of the movie uh kind of opens up with you know there's there's you we we are led to this house where everyone has been killed in some way and is laying in their own blood and and uh, we find out he was to blame for that, and um, he was there, again, trying to equalize something, and we learn much later what that was, but um, I won't spoil that for the purposes of this movie, but I will say that he gets a little sloppy at the end, and he gets shot in the back, and so then he ends up, he's in Italy, by the way, Sicily, Sicily. To be yes, to be very precise. So he ends up, you know, um, recuperating uh, in the area and uh, in this little town. And he starts to really enjoy being in the little town. He starts to know the people. There's somebody, a doctor who takes him in who everyone loves in the town and all that. And uh, then we find out there's a, there's a dark force at work in the town. They're tr the This group of people is trying to kind of squeeze people and get them to give up their houses, give up their, their property so that they can, they can buy it on the cheap, I guess, and flip it and turn it into hotels and things like that. Um, so, uh, Robert McCall, of course, realizes that this is not something he can abide as he's really enjoying the people of the town and he decides to equalize once again. And, uh, this movie is about that happening and then we overlay that on the fact that the CIA gets involved he kind of tips them off to some other <clears throat> nefarious things happening and the CIA is uh, involved 
that's where Dakota Fanning's character comes in. He ends up calling her on the phone and, and, and actually tipping her off. She works at like a financial bad stuff unit at the CIA. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and, uh, and so they're on scene too and, and they end up, you know, doing kind of the heavy lifting of, of uh, wrapping, wrapping things up. Um, so that's kind of the, the, the basic plot of the movie. Without spoiling what happens, as we don't like to do on this podcast. True. But what we do like to do is start off with Todd's gut reaction. So, Todd, give it to us. Equalizer 3. The Equalizer 3. How do you feel? Gut reaction is uh, this was an average to below average movie. <laughs> I, I, like, there's, to me, there's nothing special about this movie, like... Uh, it was definitely not the best installment of this franchise. I don't really think it needed a third one, and it kind of just felt like there was no real reason to do this movie, and it's not like they added to the others in a spectacularly good fashion, in my opinion. Everything was a little bit slower action-wise, this movie. Like, I don't know if Denzel just can't keep up anymore or whatever, but it was like, it was a lot of catering to uh, Denzel's oldness, I thought. Um, and also, like, I, I mean, not for nothing, but, I mean, you get Denzel. It's not like it's not like his acting in this movie is stellar. He's like this in every movie. You, you get Denzel. And then I thought Dakota Fanning was horrible. Like, I could not buy into her character. I did not believe any kind of edge that she was trying to bring. I just, every scene where she was trying to act tough was uncomfortable to me. And I don't know why. I just don't think she, I just don't think she brought it. I don't think, felt really phoned into me. I, I don't know. The story is uh, very basic. It, it just, nothing, I, I really don't think, I don't really don't feel like there was a benefit to making this movie. Like, it's not like it was even a great, bookend to this trilogy i thought like i i don't know maybe maybe i was looking too forward to it i i don't know i just felt like the action was okay but like non too existent it was just it was there i didn't feel like it was that good i felt like they had to cater to denzel you know everyone who was not an american this movie i thought acted very well like you, you see there's a lot of Italians and, and I don't know probably more of that sector of the world all throughout this movie I thought all those people did much better than the the people we were presented with who were supposed to carry the movie um, I just wasn't a fan there's not many great or good things I can say about this movie some of the action was okay I guess you know Denzel's Denzel he's gonna be Denzel in every movie he's in at this point um, so you can bank on that I guess but as far as story and everything coming together to, to, to be a good movie, it just wasn't there. Like, I didn't... They, they kind of shoehorned it to tie into the others, even though I didn't, like, really feel like it was a necessity to. I don't know. Just didn't feel it. Like, that's that's where I'm going to land. I, I, didn't, I didn't like it. Didn't feel it. It wasn't really worth our time, I felt. But, you know, just another movie that came out that worked... I'm leaving just going, eh, that's where I'm at. Tim? Uh, well, I will start my review, but first let me uh, rearrange my napkins just so before we uh, get started here. Um, 
Uh, that's a reference for those who know the Equalizers. Yeah. You'll get uh, it if you've seen mm -hmm. these movies. Um, I will start off by saying I am unabashedly a Denzel guy, and um, I tend to enjoy his movies probably more than they deserve. Um, this movie I did enjoy. I did not love it. Uh, I thought, as far as the Equalizer movies go, it is the weakest of the three. Um, I, I, I think the, the arc was supposed to be he's trying to find peace finally. And, of course, there are obstacles to getting to that peace. Um, and, he's, and this movie was kind of almost one big training montage to get to the final scene. Mm. Sprinkled in amongst him meeting all the townsfolk, but he was, you know... You know, first he has a cane from the injury, then he's walking upstairs more and more, and he's just slowly building his 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 uh, case to go after these guys. And it felt like one big training montage. And I get why they did it that way. It was to make you know humanize the town and make you realize why he cares and why he's gonna go after these guys so brutally. But it's like, but we know what he does at this point. He, as soon as the bad guys showed up, you're just like, well, we know what's gonna happen here. I mean, and you want the bad guys to get. They're always they always play bad guy. They always pick really good bad guys that you just want to see get taken out. But what I feel like some of the satisfaction of these movies is the inventive ways he kills people, the uh, stopwatch gimmick, which I feel like they did not use very much in this movie. Um, and I just feel like they lost some of the stuff that made the first two really solid. Um, and they went more stylized on this one and almost kind of had him be like a ghost or a horror movie villain, uh, killing people in the dark or out of corners and jump scares for the bad guys. And so that part was a little underwhelming, I thought. So, But I still thought Denzel carried it like he always does, you know, and he's Mr. Charisma, although in these movies he's a bit more under, uh, I guess, restrained because Robert McCall is a restrained fellow. Um, I had no problem with Dakota myself. I thought she was fine. Um, and then I love, I really love how they tied her in, to be honest. That really worked for me. I thought that was a very satisfying tie-up for me, without giving it away. Um, but, uh, yeah, is this one necessary? No. But if it's the end of the franchise, as, as it stands now, I'm okay with that. Uh, but the first two, I think, are, are, are much better. And, uh, that's where I'll stand. Matt? Well, I haven't seen the first two. Oh, so, I was wondering if you had or not. Oh, I recommend the first one very much. Um, so I thought about watching it today, but the first one was I would have had to pay money to see it. Ah. And so I skipped yeah, I don't, it. I don't own it either. Um, I should. But I kind of thought, I kind of am with you, Todd. I think I, I felt like this was an average movie. Um, I do like Denzel. You're right. He acts like himself at this point. And yes, that's, we, yeah. we know you, what he acts you, you like. You go to a Denzel movie, you're getting Denzel. But that doesn't bother me at all. No, no. Because I'm, I'm fine with that. It's, well, even a Denzel being Denzel is probably still better than half of what we're oh, seeing I in agree movies with that. Yeah. in general. So like, I don't great. mean that as Denzel being Denzel. No, no, I know That's what you bottom mean. of the barrel. Right. But right. you're not seeing anything new nowadays of like... But this isn't... Know. I would say this isn't his best work either. Yeah. No, but mm. I mean, I would I would venture to say you could list the last 10 movies Denzel been and been like... True. It's Denzel well, playing and, Denzel being Denzel. Correct. Like, yes. So... But anyway, yeah. Still good. Still good. Yeah. So so I that I would say that was an enjoyable part of the movie. I like watching him. He's so charismatic and... Very much. Um, you know, I, I'd watch any movie with him, really. Uh, that being said, 
Uh, I thought this movie was was too much of a slow burn. Um, you get kind of one little action sequence at the beginning, and then it's really few and far between as we sort of spend a lot of time in this small town. Um, I will interject and say that the first two are like that as well. Okay, fair enough. Um, they like to establish the evilness of the bad guys and why Denzel's trying not to be an equalizer, but he just can't help himself. He can't help but equalize. Um, Denzel's looking pretty old at this point, I which think is probably he's near because seventy. Which is probably because he is old at this point. Um, and I, you know, I I. Thought that they kind of were trying to make a nod at that in this movie. It's like so the character's old too, and he's mm -hmm. sort of slowing down. And yeah, he pulls it together and pulls off some dramatic things. But he got shot in the back by a little kid and uh, had to take his time recovering from that. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Just in general, I thought that the story was was a little bit too slow for me um it's a satisfying story at the end and but it's it's slow to get there and it's it's not too intricate it's like i think todd you said it's a pretty simple story um, so should you see it well you know if you like denzel you probably should see it um aside from that i don't know I don't know if you need to. I didn't feel like I needed to see the first two either to to enjoy this as much as I did anyway. Um, I think you would enjoy one. Though. Yeah. Um, I think there's a little tie-in or callback in there Harrison. near the end that mm -hmm. I you didn't get because I uh, I haven't seen the other two. But you know, I I think yeah, this is an average film and and. Uh, I think it's kind of take it or leave it for me. So that's what I'll say about that. Fair. Um, so how many, um, what's the thing that I'm thinking of? How many corkscrew deaths would you give mm. this? Um, mm. As I believe, I could be wrong. I cannot remember the one and He's two, but there is a movie. corkscrew yeah. death in each movie. I believe. Correct. That's yeah. kind of one of his trademarks. Yeah. So, um, uh, zero being uh, horrible and the worst, because then you got no deaths and well, what's happening. You can't even open a wine. Yeah. yeah. Five <laughs> being the best, because then you got five open bottles of wine <laughs> and five dead people. So I guess all that wine's yours. Right. So uh, let's <laughs> start with that. Well, like I said, I, I thought this was a pretty average movie. So I'm going to go with uh, two and a half corkscrew deaths, mm -hmm. maybe two deaths and a, and a severe maiming with the corkscrew. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure what happens to the third bottle of wine there, but yes. um, I'm going to go with 2.5 and right down the middle for me. Nice. Tim? That's funny. That's exactly where I landed as, as well, um, which for me, that's pretty low for a Denzel movie, but 2.5 um, because this one is the, the least of the series. Um, what I thought this one really lacked, which is a hallmark of the series for me, um, was the super tense sit down with the villain where Denzel's character basically says I'm on to you and you have you can straighten yourself up now or later but he, he we got that scene with the, the, the main character's brother I would say mm. it was still good but like 
I feel like that's one of the best scenes in each movie is where he basically sits down, presents himself, and says, this is your chance to not let me do this to you. And I feel like those scenes carry these movies, and this one, while it was satisfying to beat up his little brother, it wasn't as epic as the other two. Todd? Um, yeah, I'm a little bit lower than you guys. I'm at a two. Um, you know, both the first movie and the second movie were kind of about, like, Robert having his little niche in the world and yeah. then Calamity coming down. And mm -hmm. the more interesting part about this movie is that that's not necessarily happening in this movie. You know, you you find out eventually that the start of the movie, the whole, the whole mayhem and stuff like that, is kind of a mission he was on. So I'm more curious about the whole setup about that mission. That's like, tricky. Because yeah. um, that's, that's, you know, he's helping out someone from the States. That's right. the equalizer. Like so, yeah. I was like, okay, well, that's interesting. But you get sidetracked onto this story that feels done two different times before. Of oh, I found a little peace in the world. Oh, it's I don't jeopardized. Have to do this anymore. Oh, yeah. you know, here I go to unjeopardize it. Like so, you know, Denzel is Denzel. He's a, and he's gonna be Denzel, and uh, you know, he was fine. But you know, I just I felt like if you're gonna. Especially since they never really had a plan to do a third one. Like, no, if you're gonna yeah. come out and do a third one after one and two, obviously one was better than two in my opinion. But yeah, they but were they're both, both really solid. You know, then it's got to start with a solid story to come back and do a third one. Like, and I just don't. I don't feel like they had their ducks in the row no, for I this one. They just someone was like, "Hey, what about a third? Hey, you want to do a third one? Yeah. It was like, "Hey, why not? You know, like." And that's and it. And then probably like, said, well, I, I don't know how many much more I have in me. Right. So, I mean, to, for me, like, to approach this kind of stuff, if you're hopping on to a franchise that wasn't ever supposed to be a franchise, and right. it's been some time since the second one, like, you got to have a, a, a right. really good story and everything ironed out. I just really don't think they did. Like, it just kind of felt like it came together while they were filming it. I think so, um, yeah, that, that makes it a two. Uh, Could have been better. Kind of a weak point to end the trilogy on but you know here we are yep here we are all right well any last thoughts and, and maybe it was because of dakota fanning but at times i felt this was like really just trying to capture man on fire vibes sequel almost in, yeah in a, in a i was like way. you guys yeah. are it, this feels like you're trying to capitalize on that like feels almost like, yeah, it, like the I, next installment of i like their scenes man together i thought those were some of the more interesting back and forths but again it's supposed to be more McCall challenging the villain almost and that that's 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 we needed more of that yeah all right well I I will just say that there's a certain scene where a minor character is found in her house wearing no pants and I just have to say there's no reason for her to have no pants on in that scene that's fair that was really strange yeah, to me was, yeah yeah. Especially because I didn't notice that until she stood up, and I was like, "Hey, where are your pants?" Right. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Yeah. That right. Was awesome. Just mm -hmm. a little, a little nugget for you here on the Matt and Todd Go to the yeah. Movies podcast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're not anti-pants here. No. So. Right. <laughs> like, it's just you know, it just it there, are, there are there are appropriate <laughs> times for pants. Sure. And we are and supporters no of that time. Yeah. There yes. are appropriate sure. times for no pants. It just felt like they got their wires mixed up on this yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh. No they pants. thought it was a no pants was, time when really it, it was a pants it was a time. Pants time. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies where we reviewed the movie The Equalizer 3 and we gave it an overall rating of two and a third corkscrew deaths out of five. 
which is a little bit uh, a little bit below average. Uh, I think unless you're a big Denzel fan, you probably can skip it, or you're a big fan of the. Uh, the, a completionist. The, correct, correct. You're a big fan of the Equalizer movies. <laughs> or the old TV or show. Or the old TV show, or all of the above. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, you catch it catch it on streaming or something. And, yeah, eventually. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you, can, you can check that off your list. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank you to uh, listeners for listening, downloading, subscribing, etc. Keep doing all those things. And we will see you next time. Da 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 da